0: Be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny Freaking Wrestling, and that's the bottom
1: line. And now, your world podcast
0: champions.
1: Welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality, Travis. We have two weeks away till
0: WrestleMania. It is. It's two weeks away, and I find it interesting how just two weeks ago, you and I both were like, "Yeah, I don't know about this WrestleMania. Not yeah. that excited for it." I mean, it was
1: a little boring. A lot of the matches felt pushed together. Some matches still do, but we have we have the whole. Uh,
0: Let's but we have a we have a little bit now more to look forward to yeah. since uh, we had the the huge announcement this past week and let's face it 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 shook everybody and took everyone off guard. I know. He's Slater's back. I know, man. The one man <laughs> rock band has made the appearance. It's wonderful. <laughs> I was just trying
1: to throw it up to see what you do, as usual.
0: <laughs> hey, we play into each other. It's how it works. Yes, man. sir.
1: So uh, before, we get, before we get our uh, panties in a wad in a good way and start going off on Dan O'Brien and all the stuff we're excited for, let's backtrack a little bit and talk about the one thing that I am – okay. I'm excited that the Ultimate Deletion got over and it does kind of suck that in a way that Dan O'Brien's stuff got released less than 12 hours from Twitter going crazy over Ultimate Deletion. Cause I mm-hmm. kind of feel like it, it. kind of overshadowed it a little bit. you know what I mean?
0: Uh, I mean, I think you could uh, you can agree to that. But I mean, I was I was listening to Edge and Christian's podcast earlier this morning, and they were talking about the Ultimate Deletion on one of their podcasts. Uh, and they they too mentioned though that uh, it it trended on Twitter. Oh yeah, two hours and, two hours straight say, number one worldwide. Yeah, and it was and one of those hours was way after the show had already ended. I know. So, I mean, to say to say it was overshadowed, uh, I can see where maybe that argument... I went... mean,
1: like, the wrestling mindset, there wasn't as much... You know, if nothing crazy happened, like a Daniel Bryan return, uh, the people would be constantly, like, you know, t- talking about it. But the Daniel Bryan thing is one thing that every WWE fan just really wanted to happen, and it finally happened. I am glad WWE waited to release the info. At least it wasn't the same night. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and you know that's that's what I was going to say on top of everything else. I mean, let's face it. It's still the ultimate deletion is still considered a success. Oh yeah. Um, and and that's something that I'll get into uh, momentarily, but think about it. Within one week's time frame, how much of if you're a fan of indie wrestling or indie darlings or whatever, the case may be, uh, whether you want to call it a small show, small segments, stupid segments, everything like that, how you couldn't be if you're a if you're a Mark, how much of a better week could you have had? You had the ultimate deletion if on W. But my name's Billy. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you had you had ultimate deletion on Raw. Which, you know, let's face it, nobody ever thought that WWE would we ever did. allow I know. for that to come through. And then another thing that nobody ever thought was going to happen in WWE, because let's face it, we all wanted it, but none of us really actually thought it was going to take place. Oh, yeah. um, WWE clearing Daniel Bryan on Tuesday. Crazy. So we had two of the biggest, what felt like unlikeliest moments to take place back to back. You know that that's pretty huge, especially two weeks out from WrestleMania.
1: I I honestly think they they knew they needed to create enough more buzz because there just wasn't enough buzz in this WrestleMania.
0: I you know there could be some truth to that because I mean even Daniel Bryan said in the in his in his speech uh, that he gave on Tuesday that a couple months ago, uh, whether it was either two or six months ago, I think I think it was six that he originally asked them to. Uh, to reevaluate him. So he had been doing six months of rehab, but I think it's been two months since he's been trying to, uh, you know, dot all, the, uh, dot all the I's and cross the T's to get everything set in stone. Um, but either way, I mean, he went through the protocols, he did what he needed to do, and we now have Daniel Bryan back in professional wrestling and more specifically in WWE. We all pretty much knew... And even Bree Bella, his very own wife, said that he would wrestle yeah. again by the end of 2018. We just all assumed, and myself included, that it wasn't going to be for WWE. Contract was expiring in September, and you know we still could get that very same inclusion. We'll see. Um, but we all figured that it was going to be for like Ring of Honor or New Japan. None of us thought that WWE would actually have the let's face it, the balls to clear him.
1: Yeah, that's you
0: true know. And, uh, and
1: I do want to get back to Daniel Bryan Because I think we're going to stay on this topic a lot later But I want to do some extra st- Or some other stuff before we get too much into them Because I think we can we can uh, talk about We could stuff. base a
0: whole episode Oh, I know But I know like every podcast
1: <laughs> You know, some podcasts that come out every single day this week And a lot of wrestling fans tune into each one of these things And I'm sure they've heard a lot of the Daniel Bryan stuff So let's talk about some other stuff Like sure. how freaking awesome is Kevin Owens? I'm just saying if you go the distance as the change your Twitter handle and name back to Kevin Steen, I mean that's I, never been done before. you went back to your indie name after WWE fired you. that's like that's like just showing like I don't know just showing such outside of the box thinking.
0: Well, you know and, and and I agree. I think that was absolutely awesome of Kevin Owens and but this goes back to Kevin Owens as a student of the game. Yep. you know what I mean he knows how to keep himself relevant. Um, it also made me wonder, I was like, are they going to allow Kevin Owens to actually go and use Kevin Steen now? You know, And I started thinking that. I was like, I wonder if they do, because we all know. We all know this is part of the storyline, and we all know where, okay, we don't know because they haven't announced, but we can all pretty much assume where this is going to lead to in the next two weeks, Yeah, um, whether it be for Tuesday or whether it be the following uh, Tuesday on the Go Home show. We know what this is going to hopefully lead to. Um, and I've been saying this, and as a matter of fact, I said it on this very podcast about two or three months ago when we were talking about the perspective of Daniel Bryan's return. Um, but I honestly wonder if they will let him use Kevin Steen now. I mean, we've seen, we've seen AJ Styles come in using his name. Mm-hmm. We've seen Samoa Joe come in, Austin Aries, Ricochet, which was finally uh, had hey. a debut vignette on NXT. We saw that. On I mean, Wednesday. wouldn't it be
1: different? Like somebody who had a—I mean, it's just different to, to stay with a name he originally had after that's, WWE that's changed what I'm it. I've never—I don't think it's ever been done before.
0: I don't—I don't think so either. And I, it would I, give him I, like a little I'm,
1: edgy factor.
0: And and it does. I I can't recall like like yourself. I cannot recall a time where I've seen a guy come in with the WWE gimmick and then go back to. Uh, to his indie uh, indie roots, if you will, but his indie roots is his actual name. So it's like you know that be I think that would be actually pretty cool if WWE allows it to stay that way. Um, I do think I think, they, they, I think, they, think they might explore for a little. I don't know, and the only reason no. I say that is because they've invested so much time and yeah. uh, marketing and advertising for KO that I don't really no, that's, think
1: that's actually. I didn't think about that and knowing, you're right, knowing WWE and them as a business, they're like, well, we have, you know, there's just no way to really market Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens is a better shirt.
0: Oh, and, and I I hate saying it. I really do. It's true. But they kind of got a point. Yeah. You know? I mean, think about it. We just saw the release. Yeah, of- go KS,
1: Kansas State. Sorry.
0: Right. Now you got the, I mean, they just released the third uh, KO Mania t-shirt. I know. I want it so uh, bad. I mean, if you're if you're a collector of t-shirts, if you started K.O. Mania, uh, started collecting the K.O. Mania shirts... I really hope they do it every year. At, I mean, I, I think that's what the idea is behind it. So, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I think any WrestleMania he competes in or is involved in, I think you'll get a new K.O. Mania shirt. I, mean, I um,
1: am the- pretty excited. Sorry to cut you off. I am pretty excited that no, even though Daniel Bryan is almost le- almost more than likely going to get a, a, a match at WrestleMania, I know he's not going to get a solo match. But it's cool. At least we're gonna see some time with him versus Sammy and him versus Owens because we know they could. I mean, they have to be able to go together. I mean, come on. Well, yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. And and we were again. We discussed the prospect of this return um, back two months ago, two or three months ago. And originally, I was making the argument of Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon. And I remember you were not a fan of that idea. Um, it all. It looks mm, like still not. It, right and it looked like they were going in that direction um, just by the way that they were presenting this angle now with the way it is and I'm and I can't help but applaud WWE here because it's almost like they were trying to force a Daniel Bryan heel turn which was not going to work in the But favor here's of what Shaman. a lot of wrestlers
1: wrestling fans on Twitter have been thinking at least a few of them they are thinking what if this is all a ruse and Daniel Bryan turns on Shane at Wrestlemania because they had such heat for so long I mean that would be different.
0: It 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 would, but for storyline's sake and purposes, after what happened on yeah. Tuesday, it wouldn't make any sense at all. You, you know, know what, what I mean?
1: I guess we're gonna go back to Daniel O'Brien a little bit.
0: It's just well, so no, we can we can say we we can save it. We okay. Because I was gonna say, go I know we were briefly touched we were <laughs> touching on it for what the Kevin Owens. You can tell was. we're
1: excited about Daniel Bryan. Keep going back to him like
0: four times. <laughs> well, it just so happens that the Kevin Owens stuff ties yeah, into true. the Daniel Bryan that's true. stuff, so. We weren't going back to him intentionally. <laughs> I was about to. So. Uh,
1: okay, so let's uh, go on to the next stuff. Uh, John Cena still doesn't have his WrestleMania match. And... Yeah, and
0: no, I'm am sorry. I I'm, I don't mean to cut you off here, You're but fine. am I the only one who's getting bored already with this? Yeah, I'm. Like, I, think, it, yeah. I get it. They're trying to make it to where Cena's coaxing him and pushing for Taker to come back. But, man, if it's not getting annoying, you know? I
1: just hope there's a bigger picture, like, instead of Taker coming out, it's Bobby Lashley or somebody crazy. Like, somebody – No, we weren't no I mean,
0: it. at this point, it's not – there's no way it's not. Or I'm sorry, there's no way that it could be anybody else. You don't think so? No, they're pushing this way too hard. And, you know, I was one of the naive people, and I'm the first to admit it. That you know, all the reports coming out saying that you know Taker wasn't going to be able to go, and Cena was requesting to work with uh, with Mysterio, which was what was bringing him back to the company more than likely. Um, you know, I was I was on board with that, and I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And there was a guy who even called me out on Twitter saying that you know, it's dude, it's it, Taker's gonna wrestle. You know, it's just how it is. Yeah. And I think I was also one of those guys that was just under the mentality of you know. I as much as it as it was Painting. an emotional moment <laughs> I was so I was actually happy that he was retiring on his own terms and going out at mania last year. And now that that huge emotional moment that everybody thought was it now means nothing. You know what I yeah. mean? And and I think that's the disappointing thing about it is everybody thought that was it. The way they did the send off and everything was perfect. Honestly, I think that was one of the most um, respectful ways that you could have ended that character and ended if he wanted to end his career, that would have been great. Now it's almost like it's it's a tainted thing. And I and I hate that because if they wanted it to be John Cena, they should have booked Cena and Taker last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's what most people have been saying too. Well, and, and, and honestly, I don't care if they were trying to get Roman over as being a big dog because they know that the whole uh roman reigns undertaker match and the big dog nickname which spawned from undertaker originally back in 2000 when you know he was claiming the, yeah. the ring was his yard and still was doing that it was a fight for it, the yard if you it's will. it's funny you brought year. that
1: up because i have been watching daniel O'Brien clips and really? it it recommended uh because i was watching like biggest cheers and daniel O'Brien got obviously the most ever probably and, and on the like suggested topics was biggest booze ever Man, I I had to show my little sister Gabby because because she never saw it, I guess. And it was so crazy the night after WrestleMania or, or Raw. The boos on Roman Reigns, it was in the in the FUs and on the crazy chance was the worst I've ever seen it.
0: Yeah, and and you know the whole the whole thing there, like I said, was designed and structured in McMahon's mind to be of a passing of the torch moment from Taker to Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, that that didn't work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I. I guess if anything, you have to admire the spontaneity and the uh i guess the fortitude of Vince McMahon to keep pushing and pushing and pushing, even when it seems i mean it there's no seeming about it that ship is for the most part sunk um somehow they're you know in a way with this whole build up with Brock for mania, they've got people on Roman's side, yeah you know um, and we know it, that's fun-
1: what that's what they're trying to do.
0: They are. And, you know, to, to WWE's credit, this, this storyline that they've done with Roman has actually helped him a little bit. Yeah, because,
1: I just don't like the feeling of being coerced and liking or hating somebody. I kind of just want to feel – you know, I just want to feel like they're doing something for me to like them compared to Vince writing a little piece of paper and saying do this, do this, right. do this.
0: Right. It's, it's just not – and that's what we all want because that's what – At least that's what you and I and the people that grew up back in the 90s era of wrestling that we were accustomed to was, you know, we got to, we cheered for the people that we wanted to succeed and then we got to see, uh, we got to see the results of that. You know, that's how Stone Cold got popular. Um, that's how The Rock got popular. That's what we are conditioned to, you know. And that was that was back when WWE really did care about what the fans thought, because at the time they were getting their asses kicked by WCW, and they needed to find something in order to propel them. So they finally listened to the audience that allowed them to get to the point where they did, and le- uh, later on overtake WCW and buy them out. We, we as the people that came from that generation, are so accustomed to that. We the that people. Sorry. Yeah. No, it is. It's it's we the people of that generation. Stars and Jack Swagger stuff. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. So That's that's what we're used to. Do and do you we don't on a, get that.
1: do you think after WrestleMania we'll still have as of a hated Roman Reigns as we do now?
0: It's tough to say because as much as as much as anybody wants to try to disagree with this, he's pretty much getting the the John Cena treatment now. He's, he's going to get booed by some people regardless. He's going to get cheered by some people regardless. Um, he's pretty much – he is what John Cena is now. He's going to be that guy that uh, has a reaction whether good or bad. Yeah. Um, what I find interesting though is, again, maybe it's because the general population of people that hate him are men and they boo him in the audience like much like what Cena does. Um, mm-hmm it makes me wonder if Roman's going to have that same type of fixture um, and if eventually it's just going to be too much. You know what I mean? Because with John Cena, you could hear the, you know, I mean, let's face it, the infamous Let's Go Cena, Cena sucks chance. They were always pretty much 50-50. Um, I don't really hear that with Roman. I hear a lot more boos than I do cheers. It's not like the 50-50 <laughs> Definitely. But uh, you know what's interesting about that statement is when this uh, – I don't care what anybody says, Roman Reigns can put on a good match. And when he does, man, does the crowd go crazy. He definitely puts you know I mean?
1: on – but it's funny because he's kind of like John Cena. Once he starts that last three moves he has, the booze start coming
0: crazy. That's, that's true. It's, it's, it's not the five moves of doom. It's the three moves of doom in this <laughs> one. It's uh, – what is it? The- but
1: pound on the, he pounds on the ground.
0: Well, I was gonna say it's the Superman punch is Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Um. Uh. What would be the what would be the the second one? I wouldn't even say it's
1: a move. Some of it's like a taunt. I would say Superman punch, and then he goes, hits the floor with his fist. Wait, and then he spears. We all know
0: that. Yeah, I was gonna say the spear. We know is the is the final death nail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We pretty much know how that
1: is. Death Uh, nail. That's a good wrestling name.
0: Death nail. Sorry. Well, I mean, there was a former character called Nails, so, I mean, it's close enough. weird. Uh. <laughs> Nails with a Z, by the
1: way. So. Uh, let's see. What other wrestling news do we have? Um, Molly Holly to induct Ivory into Hall of
0: Fame. Edge and not... Christian inducting the Dudleys. That's, yep. Um... Which I'm actually excited for, because I think we'll probably yeah. have a little... I think we'll have a little cameo from the Hardys in there too. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see all three or all six guys back on the same stage. So
1: we all know the rumors of AJ Styles supposedly being injured, right? Yes. You know about. It. Okay. So I, I, it's weird. I guess I have rested on the brain. I had some weird dream last night that it was all another work. Like he literally <laughs> just, he just, he just got with Triple H. I swear I had a dream of this last night. He just got with Triple H and said, "Let's act like there's an injury, so people don't know if this match will be up in the air or not." I, I don't know. I think it's a good. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think it's a good way for him and Shinsuke not to have like a match or any problems up until that uh, he could really be injured. But uh, it was. Some, I think. It, what do you think? You think it could be true, or he is actually injured?
0: Well, it's. I'm glad that we're talking about this now because I actually did read something this morning that apparently the uh, the The injury is legit. Um, The good news into it is that it's not like a – it's not a catastrophic severity type of injury where it's like they're not going to clear him to compete, period, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, From what I have read this morning – he has been cleared to compete. Matter of fact, he's uh, competing. us. I'm
1: sure you saw that on rumblingrumors.com because I definitely uh, posted
0: that. I mean, you can find great news and non-spoilers mm-hmm. on rumblingrumors.com Man. along with free HD wallpaper. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but so <laughs> I saw. Um, I did see where uh, Styles did an interview, and uh, they they have advertised that he is going to be competing at the SmackDown house sh- uh, house shows this week and next week. Um, And he – I said this on Twitter that I would be perfectly cool um, with them booking him in, like, multiple tag matches or tag matches from this point forward or even just doing interview segments going into Mania because if the injury could be a costly one, like if he were to damage it any further, then it could be costly. I'm perfectly okay with them – keeping him as protected as he possibly can be going into mania you know i would be perfectly fine with that and that apparently is the mentality behind uh behind this because they have booked him in eight man tag matches for this weekend as well as i believe the following weekend which that's that's great because all he has to do is get through this weekend and next weekend and then you've got wrestlemania week which is nothing but publicity and the Hall of Fame and all that. So you're not going to be competing in the ring after SmackDown, hypothetically, if he competes on the go-home show of SmackDown. So it's only a week, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's one week to protect him, and he, he'll be good. I think he's pretty much earned that at this point. Um, so he – and he even said in an interview himself, he said, even if they had to chop off my leg tomorrow, mm-hmm. he's like, I would find some way – to get this match happening. He said it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's sad to say, but if
1: w Medical, WWE Medical gets unclear, it doesn't matter what you want. So, Oh, I know. And it's not like it used to be where you could tough it out and say, Vince, I'm ready to go. I'll do it no matter what. And now they well, have I legal mean, stuff.
0: Right, and I know we'll go back to it again a little bit later, but I.E. Daniel Bryan, prime example. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but AJ said he's he's dead set and determined that it's it's going to happen. He said "Don't nobody needs to worry the match will happen. Um, and honestly, I think, I think Styles is a man of his word. And he's, he's that much of an old school kindred spirit and a professional mm-hmm. that come hell or high water, the match with Nakamura will take place because that is what people want to see. He knows it as well as everybody else. So I think we'll be just fine heading into Nakamura and Styles. So I mean,
1: we do have news. Supposedly, Brock Lesnar and Reigns will be closing out WrestleMania. I don't know
0: if you knew that or not. I mean, I think that was pretty much determined. For I a know, while. but we were kind of
1: all hoping. I mean, I mean, I just don't know how you're gonna follow a style Shinsuke match. It's gonna make the Reigns Lesnar match that much shitty, that much more shitty if it doesn't have some really strong angles.
0: It does, but at the same time, and this is where I think WWE needs to be proactive in this. This is gonna be the second time we've seen Reigns and Lesnar in the main. Well, in the we'll say we'll say just for argument's sake. That it's the main event of WrestleMania, right? Um, the first match, which um, I want to go into a little bit of WrestleMania 31. I just I just sat back and watched that uh, WrestleMania this past Sunday. They were playing it on the on the network, so I just I went ahead and sat down and watched it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I have to agree with what um, with what everybody else had already said, because I really never watched it closely and got interested into it until I watched it just this last weekend. The first match, the Lesnar-Reigns match from 31, was actually really good. It it was a very dramatic story that was told. And Brock Lesnar and Reigns both performed it um, to the best of their ability to where it was quite convincing. Now that we've seen that they can put on a, a decent match, Especially with what took place on Monday and the beatdown from Lesnar, I the only thing that I I think needs to change with this match is it cannot be a simple one on one match. Mm-hmm. It can't. The to me the only way to create more intrigue into the match, and if they don't do it, I think they're doing a disservice to the match as well as to both Reigns and Lesnar. Is they need to make it like a no disqualification or no holds barred type of match That's because. Not. I think I think there is too, and I think it makes a lot of sense to do that. You know, I mean, come on, you know,
1: be so so different. If like Dean Ambrose or somebody came out and like tried to, he didn't. What if he didn't succeed? Like he tried to make Reigns lose.
0: You know, because we
1: do uh, want the title on Reigns, so Lesnar goes away, and we get somebody with a title every month or every week. You know, so that's. Only reason why I say most people want Reigns to win because they do want to see the Universal title on every Raw. So. Right.
0: Well, and, and it's <laughs> – I'm not – I ain't going to be mean to you today. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of, of that idea. Although I don't know. I don't that wasn't like
1: a really thought out idea. I was thinking maybe some way Ambrose could like come back without being physical.
0: And like. Well, Ambrose, I mean at this point, he ain't coming back for a little bit. So it's – I mean – that's that's one of those things where I'm... I know, only... I
1: just really feel like, you know, I was never a big fan of Ambrose, and then just watching him on Total Divas and stuff, it makes me like his personality, personality a little more, and that's kind of who he really is, more laid back, just like, whatever. But I feel like he should really be used correctly, but also be used completely different when he comes back. Like, change and his whole character up.
0: I think he will, you know, and, and that's why I'm, I'm one to think that when he comes back, we are going to get a heel Ambrose, which I think it would be a perfect rejuvenation for for Dean. Um, that's that's my hope. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that's, I don't think that's something that he hasn't thought of himself. You know. Oh um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see when it gets closer to that time of him coming back. I mean, he's
1: literally. I mean, Reigns arguably hasn't changed much, but out of the three guys. Oh, there ain't he... no
0: arguably about <laughs> it. The only thing that's changed about Reigns, and this is to his credit. Um, is his promo skills.
1: Yeah. Uh, which The guy's, which not, is, the guy's which knocked
0: is, it out of the park the last three weeks. Which is thing. like
1: majority of what you, how you get over. But in general, I feel like Dean Ambrose has stayed pretty stale. Like, even in, oh, yeah. even in The Shield, he was always known as the crazy, psychotic one. And then he becomes a single star and he's still the crazy lunatic friend. It's like... We need some more he's so comedic in different things he needs to be I mean I don't know I don't want to go too comedy with him but I'm saying like he is more than just some lunatic friend you can only do a lunatic character so long
0: Well and especially in this environment you can only take the lunatic character so far yeah. you know they had a real chance while we while we're talking about Dean Ambrose and coincidentally Brock Lesnar they had a real chance to do something great at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas and Because you and I talked about this before we ever had the podcast going, Mm -hmm. um, I think, or or maybe we had just started it back then. I don't remember. But I do recall talking to you about you and I both thought, man, this match with Lesnar for Ambrose could actually be where Ambrose can shine. I mean, we all pretty much thought – we all pretty much agreed that Lesnar was going to go over, period. But we all looked at it as in this would give Dean Ambrose a real needed rub. And showed that he actually can be a main event player. And, of course, we all know and have heard uh, at least the Dean Ambrose side of things, you know, that you know he didn't really enjoy working with Brock and Brock was pretty lazy. Um, most of us could probably see where that is, the, the factual truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but to Dean Ambrose's credit, I think he tried to do the best he could with what he was given. And like he said, I was shot down from idea to idea to idea. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, that was, that was the point where Dean Ambrose's stock began to fall. Yeah, I think you're uh, right, because it, it, it's
1: almost like it dictates if you can control the situation as being the head of the company or face of the company. You really right. somehow have to mend fences. You have to work with somebody. Even if they're not unworkable, you got to find some angle that puts this match or this storyline over. I mean, Kevin Owens and his little, you know, tag team problem stuff he's having or match, maybe at WrestleMania, that's gotten kind of over. And it wasn't really supposed to be some major angle, but now with Daniel Bryan getting cleared, it's now becoming the most most uh, intriguing exciting match it maybe not all because of kevin owens but kevin owens is definitely setting the precedent of making every single match really count same goes with the miz i talked last week the miz really knows how to make his matches popular
0: well and to both and while we're, while we got miz on there too this is something for credit for both kevin owens and the miz really ever since kevin owens came over to smackdown the show has really been built around him as being the top heel. When you think about it, um, consistently, yeah, I mean, absolutely, maybe so. I mean, maybe so.
1: He just, but to me, the major heel uh, is usually involved with the title picture, title it, picture it, constantly.
0: That's that's true to a degree. We've seen some of the best heels ever in this business, um, and I'm only throwing his name out there because he he did it, and it, it is. Exactly what it is. Right, C M Punk. Oh. C M Punk was was a prime example of that. The Straight right. Edge Society, when he was running with that, was the most heelish gimmick you could have at that time. You got to remember, right? though,
1: we are a little biased because we both like C M Punk. So some people uh, no, no, no. Like I'm, I'm okay.
0: Well, that's I'm not saying that from the bias standpoint. Okay. If you if you go back and look at it at that time on SmackDown, really, who were your big heels back then? You had Kane. Who was? Let's face it. He's not really that much intimidating at that time anymore. Um, and then Dan you had a Daniel guy. Bryan. Do what? Daniel Bryan was also a heel too. Daniel Bryan wasn't a heel on SmackDown until about oh. a year later. So that's that's what I'm getting okay. at. In 2010, CM Punk and the Straight Edge Society was the most heelish gimmick mm-hmm. you could get. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, Edge was the the heel guy up until the end of 2010. And you could arguably say that he was the real heel over on SmackDown. I disagree with that too. Um, Chris God. Jericho had a great heel run as you know the the egotistical, intelligent guy that he was still in the midst of doing. But then he went away at the latter part of 2010. CM Punk was there and he built that Straight Edge Society from the literally the ground up. Yeah, and it was. And it, and it was the most heelish gimmick that you could have mm. that got over. And Kevin Owens has pretty much done the same thing. He was, he's was he been tucked away over on SmackDown a little bit. Um, he had a great feud with AJ Styles match-wise. Yes. Do I think the, the overall feud with Styles eventually fell flat? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie because I kind of got bored with it after yeah, a while. Um, the interjection, though, of Shane McMahon being the commissioner and everything, and you didn't know if... Shane was going to screw Styles or Owens, and then it's it's funny that we we've trashed SmackDown so much um, over the last year because it went from being what we all felt was the best of the two brands for the show wise to being lackluster again. But when you think of, I would raw say it's pretty
1: story, even with Raw though, honestly, last year.
0: Well, eh, I don't I don't know. I mean, there's uh, I there's not
1: you, much that I can really, it really stands out in my mind the last year that really makes me, uh, super excited about raw or SmackDown every week. I mean, besides just because again,
0: we're, well, you got to remember, like I was saying earlier, we, we come from a different era. So we come from an era where it's just, it's too predictable to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, it's, it really is, But, but I mean, the ratings don't lie though. So that's, that's true. Um, but what I was getting to with SmackDown is SmackDown's, consistent stories have actually been long term when you think about it and Mm -hmm. i say that because you start back to styles and mcmahon that went into wrestlemania right nobody thought that match was going to be good and it turned out to be a pretty damn good one um then you take styles and the mcmahon saga then you have the superstar shakeup and throw kevin owens into the mix now you've got owens versus styles that's what they're talking about doing well, hold on. You went from Styles to, to McMahon, and then you threw Owens in there for Styles and Owens, and you throw McMahon back in there as like a referee type of mentality. And the history he had with Styles was like, is he going to screw Styles? He was building a feud with Kevin Owens at that time, which then pushed it to Owens and McMahon after SummerSlam. Yeah. And that was that still has been a great rivalry, which is still extending and has took us from august of 2017 all the way to current here in 2018 that's long term story yeah you know that's true. And, it, and it went from one rock to the other and it yeah. made sense you know what i mean so long term story booking wise smackdown has done pretty good and this has really been the most consistent story if you want to go from a chapter standpoint you know now we get the ultimate chapter and the Sami Zayn stuff when they threw Sami Zayn with Kevin Owens again. Dude, they were easily the most entertaining part of SmackDown and became, especially after Tuesday, the most heelish act on SmackDown. And yeah. let's
1: just go – you want to just get in Dan O'Brien because we have about 25 minutes left. So is it not amazing to you that they would – Dan Bryan comes back. And then within not even the not even the next day, the same day of being saying he's cleared, they let Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do those kind of moves. I mean, I get like showing that he can do what he used to do, but I was like, oh my god, that's too much. Like it's way too much because those things do injure people. A power bomb on the apron, like good god. Sure,
0: but that's I started thinking that too. But WWE has the best type of angle or story that you can go for with daniel bryan's return with that situation and here's why because we as fans know that there's still a danger here with him coming back right so those type of things happening they make you sit on the edge of your seat because you're like oh my god if he takes one bad bump and gets a concussion he, he could be gone again did you, you know
1: did you hear about the protocol for his uh
0: I did, and that's what I was going to get into. It is with crazy. That. It, it is, but you know what? I, I again, I got to give props to WWE, and I got to give props to Daniel Bryan because two things. Uh, while we're talking about that, mm-hmm. one, um, he is now at least to to some people's knowledge. Not saying that there are others that haven't tried it yet, mm-hmm. but part of his therapy to get uh, to get clearance again was he took it upon himself. To have what was called oxidation treatment, mm-hmm. and um, it was a way that he would be receiving oxygen, um, of course, through uh, through the body. But he was receiving it at a certain amount that supposedly was supposed to help mm-hmm. heal the brain, of, yeah. right? So apparently, um, with his clearance now, he is at least in to to my knowledge and to others' knowledge, he is now the first. Athlete um, of any kind to use an oxidation treatment for concussion injuries or brain injuries sustained cool. that has now healed him to to the point of a of a clear return, and part of the agreement uh, with, that he made with WWE for this. Yeah, and this return, is the crazy part. Yeah, yeah, is that he is getting tested after every single match. Every from,
1: single match
0: <laughs> from this point forward. And that is... Until
1: like, WWE sees fit that he doesn't need it.
0: Right. Which, you know what? Again, props to WWE. Because they're not They're just doing it to cover gonna, their ass. It is, but at the same time, you can't bash them for that. You know what I mean? they are They're taking steps to cover themselves. Absolutely. Because but in the long run, absolutely. it
1: does help the human being.
0: It does. And at the end of the day, no matter if you want to call it a publicity stunt or whatever the case may be, whether they're trying to just cover their own ass or not, they are taking the precautionary measures so, to look out for the man.
1: So basically, following every, people haven't listened. So following every single match he's in a raw, even like whatever he has no to. No matter go, where it is, no matter where it said. is, he has to go backstage and get a like. It was like a thirty-minute or an hour test. They were roughly saying every single time. Like that's that's kind of strenuous, but you know it, that's it needs to be done. But real and quick, it's worth
0: it to him. It's worth you, it, Daniel Bryant.
1: Oh yeah, real quick though, you brought up uh, Edge earlier. Uh, I forgot to say this. Does it give any hope that people away from wrestling can find other ways to recover themselves with other injuries and then come back? Like I was thinking, I was thinking, man, what if Edge came back? Because I freaking loved Edge.
0: Well, and, and and I'm glad you did bring that up because Edge brought that up himself on uh, on him he did. and Christian's okay. podcast. And he, he, said, he said, it's great that Daniel Bryan got cleared. It's wonderful that he got cleared. That's not going to happen with me. And the reason is because it, while is Daniel Bryan's. What, exactly. While Daniel Bryan did have neck problems and neck surgeries, it wasn't a neck problem that caused him to retire early. Yeah. It was a concussion injury. Um, Edge said himself, I didn't have a concussion problem. I didn't suffer from too many concussions, so I wasn't in that same boat. Mine is spinal stenosis, or what I guess is referred to, also in layman's terms, apparently in the medical field as stupid neck. Hmm. Never, never had heard of that. But he's like, Hmm. if you if you have any doubts, literally sounds like a new rap song, dance, right? Do the stupid neck. uh, uh, he was like, just go go look up one of those two terms, and you'll see exactly what the problem is. He said, unfortunately, there's just, there really is no hope for me to return. But to what you're saying, yes, absolutely that brings hope that people uh, can return from it. Paige was the first one to say that. Of course she, she was. But, I mean, come on. With her issues here I'm recently. I'm already over Paige. I'm not, because honestly, I was glad to see her back. Mm. and. And the fact that a stupid stunt, and I think even you called it stupid too, that they would do a, a situation where Sasha Banks drop kicks her basically right in the back with a person with a known neck issue, and you hit the, the kick right basically between the shoulder blades at the base of the neck. Why on earth would you even do that? You know? I know,
1: but you got to realize it's, it's the same concept with – fucking daniel Bryan getting power bombed on the apron if you're in wrestling and you're cleared you should be able to do you should be able to hit spots and different things and sell them correctly both parts are involved both parts are at a at a uh at a fault here you know
0: well sure and i don't want this to make it seem like i'm blaming sasha banks for for the problem because it's 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 not sasha's
1: fault and she's got, got a lot of I mean? blame already trust me i seeing so much <laughs> crap online <laughs>
0: She, she is, but that's coming from ignorant people that don't really understand the wrestling business or the wrestling industry. Or appreciate Sasha, match. because
1: even though I heard she's an ass outside of wrestling, she is a great women's wrestler.
0: At the, To me, and in my opinion, next to Asuka, she's the best women's wrestler right now. I, I like her if,
1: a lot. I, I mean, I, I've always liked Sasha.
0: I, I w- I'll say right now, the top three women's wrestlers, at least for WWE, and I want to specify that, for WWE, Asuka, Charlotte, Sasha. Period. No, no. If, I mean, I like. Here's so. the
1: thing. I like Charlotte, but I just don't think she has the, as many moves or as many like good uh, transitions as most other wrestlers.
0: Oh no! I, and, and if you're asking me in regards to uh, who's the better of the two between Sasha and Charlotte, Sasha wins hands down. She just. I know uh, Sasha
1: seems more technical, and she's. Feel, I feel. I think it's true. I think she has done it longer than Charlotte.
0: Well, and on she has because she was on the indie scene yeah, before. That's why I say that. Yeah, because WWE signed Char- Charlotte is homegrown. Yeah, like Charlotte wasn't an indie person or anything. She got signed by WWE straight away and has been a WWE uh, homegrown talent. Sasha has not, and Sasha is willing to take a lot more risks than what uh, Charlotte is. And I think it's not just because she feels like she has anything to prove, because I think she's done that. But I think that's just yeah, because that's her funny. mentality is she wants to show that she can be just as good as a guy, if not better. You know what you I know what's
1: mean? You know amazing to me? I mean I know most people know this or at least maybe know this. It's crazy to me that out of all the women's revolution, all the people that had matches on NXT, one of the most – actually the most popular women's star right now is Alexa Bliss. And I found out she never had even one NXT TakeOver match.
0: No, she never – Isn't she that crazy? Never... Never competed on an NXT Takeover. She made an appearance. Yeah. And let's clarify that for anybody that's like, well, she she was on uh, the takeover yeah. here and <laughs> there. Well, that's great. She was on it. She did not compete. It's like end. somebody
1: saying, "I was on WrestleMania, and they came out to watch." You know, or they're on the
0: apron. Right. Um, yeah. Never competed in an NXT Takeover. Never won an NXT Women's Title. I know. Uh, she she was she's a, she's the success story from NXT that, quite frankly. Uh, I, I don't think many people saw it coming, but I actually saw it back on a match that she had with Bailey. once Bayley uh, won the, the NXT Women's title after Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a match between her and Alexa that was on an episode of NXT, and I remember watching it, and when I did, it showed me two things. It showed me, one, Bailey can work with anybody, and she can put on a good match, because when I first heard of that that match and watched it, I was like, "This ain't gonna be good because Alexa's not really that that good in the ring. She's good on the mic. She looks good. She's she would be almost the perfect prototype for what a female manager would be, right?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Not
0: really, not really specialized. And my dream and my fantasies too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we won't go into your fantasies. That's for your private time. But yeah. uh, she was she's she was just. She didn't have, in my opinion, what you would call the wrestling aura to her, right? Yeah. So she has this match with Bayley, and I'm like, if Bayley can carry her through this match, then that will show me that Bayley is a great women's wrestler who can work with anybody. But not only that, it for whatever reason, Alexa's game stepped up, and she put on a good match too. She was able to work with Bayley, even with as limited offenses as she had at that time and as limited ring time as she had, mm-hmm. she pulled off a very good match. And I remember at the end of it, I said it out loud watching it even just by myself, I was like, I'm gonna Alexa's come. gonna I'm be sorry. something huge. I yeah. was like, she's gonna be, she's gonna be, and in my opinion, I think I said it on this very show last week, when all is said and done, Alexa Bliss will be the Trish Stratus of this generation.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, you know what's crazy? Uh, not crazy, but, you know, I was saying I love Alexa Bliss's little, uh, speech, and she was all nice and turned it around, you know, at the end of her match on the fast lane, or not fast lane, at the, uh...
0: Elimination chamber. Yeah, I really like
1: that she keeps doing that now.
0: Well, it's, it's, especially with this feud with Nia Jax, which <laughs> has been, it's been, aw- it's been great to see it's- her... Essentially, carry this whole thing. And it's pretty
1: amazing. I mean, it's pretty controversial. I mean, nowadays people get, you know, like a you know, oh, yeah. fat people shaming kind the, of thing. I'm just surprised. So I know. It's just so funny because I don't get butthurt. It's like this. I mean, they have to create angles and storylines. I'm sorry about it. It's about somebody's weight or how they're not popular. But I mean, that's they just have how to be you. They an asshole. Got, that's yeah, that's you, what a heel is supposed I, to be. And how do you make a bad guy? You know, it's exactly. like people, i like, oh, fat shaming, bullying. Hey, I'm a yeah. big guy. I, I don't. I don't find any offense to it because I don't get butt hurt over every damn thing.
0: Well, and at the end of the day, there's there's plenty of other stuff on television that you could literally find, I'm sure, at the blink of an eye, where somebody is getting teased, mocked, bullied. Hell, one of Netflix's most Popular TV shows on their subscription network is a show called 13 Reasons Why that basically is about a girl who got bullied to the mm-hmm. point where she committed suicide. suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, don't tell me that this angle between Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax is too far for WWE because they're talking about a woman's weight. I'm not trying don't to tell get... me that this oh, is going yeah. too far. I
1: freaking agree. I'm not trying to get too much into culture and stuff, but it's like. I know, you know, I'm 30 and you're, how old are you again, Travis? 28. 27. 27. We grew up in a little different time. I just feel like we see more of these suicides and more, sad to say, and more of these, like, people that just cannot cope with emotions is because they they are just never getting uh, spanks. They're never getting slaps on the wrist. They're not, I mean, they're not barely getting that. They're just never getting, like, uh, what the world's made of. So I feel well, like when they you know, get
0: older... They get coddled they, is what Yeah, it is. coddled.
1: So when they get older, they watch shows, they watch wrestling, whatever it is, they get butthurt about uh, something that they can't control or they think shouldn't happen instead of saying, like, I want to see Nia beat the crap out of her now. But instead they, exactly. go on, instead they go, I want WWE to take this down or I'm going to stop watching. Oh my god. Well, yeah, god.
0: it's like, do me a favor then, stop watching. It's because... like, do
1: you, do you stop watching uh, Marvel when Thanos kills somebody? I'm like, come on, oh Thanos can't kill
0: Captain America. Oh,
1: shut
0: the well, hell. Well, here's up. a and you know what? Here's a here's a revolutionary concept. I think you and I are very familiar with this. If you're getting bullied by somebody, hey, here's a bright idea. Stand up to the bully. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't don't be the victim. Don't sit in the corner and cry, you know, just because somebody's humiliating you. Go do something about it, you know. Not saying you have to go and you know go to extreme lengths, unfortunately, that we've seen here recently in our society. Again, not gonna bring any of that up. It's not needed there. But that's part of the problem that I think people are is they just expect it to be like like you're saying. It's if they do something like this, oh it's it's degrading or it's something like this. It's like really is it though? Because let's look at something here. Alexa Bliss is fat-shaming Nia Jax. We get that. We understand. She's poking fun at her wage She's a big girl. Mm-hmm. But let's look at the picture here. You have, in all essence, you have the perfect play of a high school drama. You know, Alexa Bliss is the popular girl in high school who's a bitch to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here she comes making fun of her supposed best friend that she – Even said in her promo, she's befriended to use, which I'm sure could happen in high school. You know, you have that one friend that you just take pity on type of situation, but you don't really care to be him, and you talk crap behind their back at the end of the day because in this case, we'll use the weight as the example here. She's been fat-shaming Nia Jax because she's like, how can a big girl like that ever compare to somebody like me? You know what I mean? That's a little scrawny thing. Nia Jax finds out about it. Now, what's Nia doing about it? Is she hurt? Sure. She's hurt because she thought this was a friend of hers. But is she staying hurt? No. She's pissed off, and now she wants to go and kill her. You know what I mean? That's what you want. You want the good person to stand up for themselves. You don't yeah. want them to just be like, oh my god, I'm going to sulk and cry in the corner. That's not what this is. It This should, if anything, be a positive role model to be like, okay, you're going to have people that talk bad about you. You can either do nothing about it and whine or stand up for yourself and go do something about it
1: yeah i mean i just don't know how do people think they can create storylines and good things and bad and good it's like even if you grew up reading comic books you i mean that's just how you create a bad guy how are you going to create a bad guy if they don't pick on things that are relevant
0: yeah if they don't if they don't trigger you in some kind of way if you can't draw yeah. a connection to something then you're not going to have a successful story. You know what I mean? And that's all wrestling is. That's all WWE is, is you're telling a story. And if it brings you in like that, good. It's what it's supposed to do. Now what you need to do is just enjoy with what happens at the end of the story. Because it's not going to be the... Well, okay, I'm not going to say it It doesn't always end up that way because we could look back at the Booker T Triple H match from WrestleMania 19 and it disproves everything. But typically they don't do all this for the bad guy to win out sometimes you have to let the bad guy win but at the end of the day it's so that later on down the line they get theirs at the end so you have to do stuff like that in order for that story to work
1: yeah i mean not even just that it's like the fabulous moolah thing or whatever it is it's like we just can't have anything these days without having some kind of big Twitter or social media uproar. I know there's right. more voices these days and all these things. But it's like – I mean it just it just makes me think that WWE is scared to do a true controversial – to true controversial topics or real feuds that maybe cause problems because they think, well, we're going to get an outcry if we make a – you know, I mean, Stone Cold could not come back and do the crap he did. There's just no way.
0: No, no, there's no way. And, and honestly, you're, what you're saying is right. There's no way WWE could go back to doing things like we were used to seeing because, unfortunately, and it's not just because of society bashing them, now they've got big-time advertisers on their side that if, for whatever reason, if something causes too much of a stir, they lose that advertising revenue. So, yeah, I mean, as, exactly. as a prime example, prime example, K-Jewelers, of all things, <laughs> K-Jewelers <laughs> sponsored a WWE event, TLC, right? So you really think that if, if they went too far with a controversial storyline that K-Jewelers would stick around with them? If something like that became too notoriety and brought too much bad eyes to that product? Hell no, they're K-Jewelers. They're not going to invest one more single cent into something that causes a bad rap like that. So unfortunately, no, we won't get stuff like that anymore because now WWE... On a financial aspect, as a company, has too much to lose from a situation like that.
1: And I really think there's a difference between booing or getting mad or talk or bitching and complaining about a Roman Reigns push or these kind of things. Those are different to me. People are like, "Well, you guys complain too, or you complain on Twitter." I know that's going to come, but. There's difference. There's a huge difference in somebody just being pushed all the time in front of everybody, getting all the best matches, different things, compared to a controversial storyline, like I don't know, uh, you know, a black guy impregnating an older older woman and then the woman has a fake baby. Uh, or you know, not or, even a uh, baby, a hand. <laughs> a hand, you know, we're we're referring right? to Mae Young. I right. forgot what it was, honestly, for a minute. The hand. I mean, those kind of things and recent nowadays.
0: Inductee. The recent <laughs> inductee of Mark Henry.
1: Yeah, that's probably why I brought it up. It's just funny to me because that say that storyline nowadays, people be that like, "What would not work?" Yeah, they like that promotes uh, that promotes women having kids at an older age, and that's not right. I just can Im- I can imagine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I definitely. I mean, it just just, there'd be something about it, you know. There'd be something. Do you not
1: realize? I just feel like it's such a hot topic for me because I feel like anything WB does that I didn't even realize that was truly controversial, like the fabulous Mula thing, becomes so controversial overnight. I'm like, what? Is it really that important? They, you know, that all these maybe you know major companies might pull out from WB sponsoring because they need to change the name of one match. I'm like,
0: yeah. Well and it's like you and I said, we don't know we don't know what is true or what isn't true about yeah. the fabulous Moolah. We're going off of pure stories and yeah, speculation. You can as, listen more kind of of the last episode or was last last Yes, it was no it was last episode. Okay. We're going and, more in depth about it. We do. So if you want to go back and listen to what our opinions are on it, you're more than welcome to do so on last week's episode. episode the brief 63. synopsis Right. The brief, the brief synopsis of of mine and Ramsey's opinion is none of this about the fabulous Mula really came out in the light until after she had passed away. So while we're not endorsing the fabulous Mula in regards to saying, oh, we're completely on her side, what we are saying is, with all this coming out after her death and her not being here, in order to. Uh, defend herself from this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard for somebody like myself or Ramsey to be all up in arms and say, oh, yeah, they should definitely change that because, for one, everything is just pure allegation at this moment. There's there's really been no real proof behind it. It's going off of people who either, for whatever reason, may have a bitter sense with the Fabulous Movement because of this, we don't know what the real facts are. We yeah. are going off literally just what people have said, mm-hmm. and there's there's nothing we can really go off of on that. So unless there's something else that comes out that it's factual, binding things saying, hey, this did indeed happen. I've got proof to show it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to badmouth somebody like that. It's yeah. not my place.
1: I mean I just, I just don't think somebody – when somebody's passed away, unless there's video evidence, it's just all just – I don't know. Well and
0: back then there wasn't I mean in that time frame when all this was supposed there's to be been
1: videos around for 20 30 years or more
0: there me. is but not to the not as readily of available of what we have today you yeah, know what I mean yeah, so, of course. so of course a lot of things that went on back then is just going to be spe- uh, speculation and hey this is what was said, this is what was done. Well, we don't know we don't see this and who's cooperate who's collabor is it collaborating or collaborating?
1: Yeah cooperating.
0: Cooperate. Okay, so we don't know. I'm sorry, guys. We don't. You can't just go off of somebody that unless somebody comes out and co-signs on it, and yeah. it's like, okay, this is what I've seen, this is what I saw and heard. I mean, this is what's happened.
1: I mean, even people like Kevin Owen I think knows there's a little bit of a uh, there's a little bit of uh, a wall you can't pass because I know Kevin Owens could be so much more if he knew he wouldn't get in so many fans and uproar because he does act like a bully on. Uh, on twitter which is so funny and it's it's really that's what makes him him because he really keeps that persona even outside of the wrestling as in like social media i'm sure in the streets he's a nice guy but i'm talking about like uh you know on twitter and stuff he's he roasts people all the freaking time
0: oh yeah but you gotta also remember too he's you could also look at that as he's defending himself too because they pretty much they try to go after him first yeah so he just fires back you that's know? true so you know, props to him for that. Hey, what do you know? Somebody who's trying to bully somebody to stand up for themselves. And since we're it's still, a revolutionary concept.
1: <laughs> is, exactly, it's true. It just teaches people to stand up for themselves. You think you're going to get a job somewhere and you're not going to have a boss sooner or later that's a dick and you got to put up with them? Of course you are. But if you don't have those tools to put up with somebody, you're going to end up, you know, doing something bad to people or doing some mass stuff because yeah, you unfortunately, don't handle-
0: unfortunately, we can't all be like Stone Cold Steve Austin who gets to beat <laughs> up his boss. You know what I mean, people, though.
1: When kids can't handle their emotions, they act out with extreme ways sooner or later. Exactly, and that's what I feel like keeps going on nowadays. How they, with bombings and shootings and different things, kids just were not taught how to cope with their. You know, it's not it's not video games and it's not wrestling and fighting. That's the problem. It's people. Be it's mentally people. It's a being, yeah.
0: It's it people is the problem. It's not. It's not what's surrounding us as people or individuals. It's literally. It, people
1: because this stuff keeps giving the narrative to how wrestling is slowly being uh, transformed I mean you can just look slowly you know WB went PG uh, I would say arguably because Linda McMahon wanted to run for Congress
0: I mean we, we can also uh, speak towards how WWE reacts to situations with uh, the school the school shooting uh, that was in Florida. The kid's uh, last name was Cruz, and because of that, Apollo Cruz right. is now just Apollo.
1: Which is that? That's more of a rumor, though. There's no WWE. No, no, it's, it's
0: legit. No, it's legit.
1: That's crazy. That's if that's you want.
0: I mean, if you want to see the proof, when they were doing that mixed match challenge, it was advertised as I'm Nia one. Jax and Apollo <laughs> versus so and so. Oh. And I believe his profile on WWE has since been changed from Apollo Cruz to just Apollo. Wow. So.
1: Uh, one last thing before – well, at least for me at least. is Oh, we need to do some questions in a minute. So did you see uh, WWE put a video of Rhonda Rouse's, Ronda Rousey's training session on Twitter? Yes, I did. And, and she was wearing a freaking Young Bucks shirt. <laughs> did you see
0: that? Uh, that part I didn't see. Oh, I was the like
1: – I was like, yeah, I actually put it on my Twitter and shared it. I was like, is this like a ruse? Is this like on purpose? But I was like, man, she's being filmed by WWE in a WWE gym and they're using this clip to promote her training for WrestleMania and she's representing Young Bucks. I'm like, man, Young Bucks retweeted it and all this crap, of course, or whatever. But I was like, man, this, do you think this is a ploy to get more fans? Or do you think she's I – mean she's obviously a real wrestling fan. People on Twitter are like, she goes to indie shows all the time. I was like, well, I didn't know that. That's why I like to ask those questions.
0: You know, I don't know how much it's going to be um, going forward of how much we'll see her at independent shows anymore. Um, but I don't know. I, I've said it several times on this podcast. And you'll say it again. And I will because I just there's something in my gut that senses that wrestling is about to hit another stage that it'll be it'll be paralleled in regards to significance to what the nineties were with the Monday Night Wars and the three companies of WWE, WCW and ECW and the surge of popularity for wrestling. I really feel like we're gonna have something that will be parallel to that. Will it ever be the same as what that time was? Absolutely not. But the significance and the value that comes from that, I do think, will be um, parallel. There's just there's been too much that's gone on. There's too much acknowledgement from all sides in wrestling now of certain entities, of certain people. Yeah. WWE especially has really become more relaxed with how they are showcasing talent from that they sign from other promotions now giving them acknowledgement and praise from other promotions that there's just something i just have a gut feeling that here i've said within the next five years and i'm going to stick by it Hmm. we're going to see a new surge of popularity where we're going to see probably one of the coolest times of wrestling that we will ever bear witness to and a lot of it will be due and it's just my opinion there's going to be a lot of cross-promotion that we will have never thought by any means would ever happen. And we're already on the precedent of that anyway because the very same WrestleMania weekend coming up, there's a WrestleCon event going on in New Orleans, I believe, on Saturday or Friday, and it's Lucha Underground versus Impact Wrestling. Hmm.
1: It so, sounds like a freaking like a comic book or some kind of crossover. That's cool
0: but that's that's what i'm saying that's we're awesome. already seeing we're seeing the crossovers take place ring of honor and new japan have had a deal for years now where they've been cross promoting with is, each other do you think this
1: will hurt wwe if they don't jump on the bandwagon if they don't jump on it before it gets really absolutely. hot absolutely
0: yeah absolutely because I think so too. it's already it's already shown with uh, attendance numbers and things like that and triple h is not triple h is not stupid you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason why uh, with all these recent NXT signings like Ricochet, War Machine, um, EC3 even, guys that have made popularity with certain names are continuing to keep those names. Don't think that's coincidental. Triple H is not stupid. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think Triple H is a very smart man, smart enough to know – that this is going to be part of what will have to happen in order for WWE to uh, just even survive. They will thrive if they jump on board, but just to survive, we're going to see where WWE is going to need to start looking at options like that um, here in the near future. Um, I mean, I, it, it's going to be—it'll be a, be a revolution. I just time. feel like
1: it's going to be hard, man. Because I think WWE is so just different than most. It's, it's, it's just more of a company nowadays. And less, I mean not to hurt anybody's feelings. And less of like a circus act. So I feel like they have things in a business standpoint. They, they don't want to just bring uh, Kenny, Omega, Kenny Omega unsigned. Not maybe listening to storylines they wanted to do. Not be able to sell their t-shirts and promote him. On their website and on their, uh, you know, their sales and their merch sales outside the venue. I just feel like in the long run, besides maybe attracting uh, aid the Asian market more and those markets, how does it really benefit WWE because they have such a high standing in Canada, USA, Mexico, places that are so more WWE than New Japan. you don't see many uh, people in Mexico probably uh, watching New Japan wrestling. I have a feeling that doesn't happen a lot. I just have a feeling but I just you know what I mean like what I just wonder what kind of what how much will we see of that like how much will we see like a young bucks coming unsigned and WB letting them use their platform more more views than they've ever gotten in their life?
0: Well, and this is just – this is kind of just a small little answer to, to that question because as, a, as an example, you were using like T-shirts, for instance, right? Um, at, pure example here, um, Emma, uh, Tennille Dashwood, okay, um, oh, recently nice. been working with Ring of Honor. Um, she, she has opened her own – T-shirt, uh, t-shirt store on Pro Wrestling Tees, right? Yeah. Well, she's been working with Ring of Honor here recently, and Ring of Honor has now officially released their first T-shirt for her, right? Mm-hmm. They are not promoting that same T-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees because that T-shirt is licensed and printed by Ring of Honor exclusively. So to kind of answer but, a little bit of what your concern yeah, is. Yeah,
1: I know what you're is, saying about that. But it's kind of a different thing because it, you're talking about two. It is. Two, I'm, just,
0: I'm just giving. Yeah, just it's, giving not, it's not a bad it's example. Not a, it's
1: not a bad example, but a, it's uh, not t- for a tiny it little. Happen. It's true, but for a tiny bit of little rebuttal to that, you got two companies, progressing uh, – dot whatever dot the T's in uh, what impact he said.
0: Right? No, no, ring of
1: honor, ring of honor. Those two companies are benefiting from the mainstream attention Emma has. I that's mean, they
0: are, but but compared like I, like to I said, somebody
1: who's an indie star or RH star or a New Japan star being able to come to WWE. But I see what you're saying you're saying WWE could still market them. But I just feel like if WWE is going to print off twenty thousand shirts, you know mm-hmm. they're going to want to make sure they make they they want to make almost all the profit.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure, and that's why you would only get that specific T-shirt through WWE. I that's that was dude. my point. Mm-hmm. That was my point. There is that you can still make a little bit of money of like of a guy just as we'll use Kenny Omega still as an example. You know, Omega's got his own t-shirt shop on pro wrestling tees, right? So he's got those shirts that, you know, anybody that buys those shirts, the money goes to a little bit goes to pro wrestling tees and the majority of it goes to the wrestler, right? But if you want us, let's say WWE comes out with this awesome kick-ass design, uh, for Kenny Omega for a T-shirt, but you can only get that specific T-shirt through WWE. You're not going to see that on his pro wrestling T shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it yeah, still yeah. will That's... generate that revenue.
1: I mean, I get your saying, but these guys also are doing these things because they need to generate a revenue.
0: They I'm... do, and I and I get that too. Mm-hmm. That's but that again, that was just like a small. There's there's a way that it can benefit for everybody. Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, I can see that, but I just I just have a. Uh, reserve that somebody not signed to a WWE contract and Vince is like hey we're gonna use Kenny Omega and we're gonna make him the main event at uh, No Mercy or make him main event at SummerSlam but he may not listen to our storylines and we're gonna give him mic time even though he may not listen to it because he's really not under any kind of guidelines
0: yeah but I, anybody again if we're using Kenny Omega as the example anybody who is a true wrestling fan And worker like a Kenny Omega somebody who truly does love the business I think we can both safely say that that wouldn't happen
1: I know but let me give you an example hey Kenny Omega we know you're a top star in your debut match we're gonna have you debuted and have your first match at SummerSlam and we're gonna make you lose to Roman Reigns okay so to me it's like well if you're gonna job me out instantly and I'm under no contract I'm gonna go down with some fire.
0: Okay, but and it's gonna happen. Sense. They're
1: gonna get they're, if this does happen, which it sounds exciting. I would. This actually is really exciting to me. That's why we're gonna keep going and talking about it. I just feel like WWE will get burned if they don't have. Some, they have to have some kind of mini contracts in there. Thirty day contracts. New Japan does thirty day contracts all the time.
0: Well, that's what I was about to get to. How do you think the Chris Jericho thing works so well? You know what I mean. He was signed to a contract. You know what I mean. Yeah. It was a performer's contract. So. The Chris Jericho experiment is a prime example of what your concerns could be too. Is that he, you know, would he follow the storylines? Would he do this and that? Obviously, he did just fine. You know, doing a doing a New Japan thing. So it can work. You know, and and I'm sure that if this actually all came to fruition. That you're right. There would be some kind of guideline or story, um, I mean, something to keep the. I just it, wouldn't. Yeah, it I just would just be a twin for everybody.
1: I just would not trust a CM Punk mentality to uh, have a mic on a live feed on televised uh, networks <laughs> well, <laughs> without without a contract involved. Because we had a contract involved, but with somebody like him or an Austin Aries given the mic after they've been uh, but after they've been butthurt pretty much. <laughs>
0: I mean, it could, it could, but only time will tell. And you know, I'm I still think I still think we have that opportunity. It's it's still it's not going to happen this year. It may not even happen next year. But I do. I just have that feeling that something's going to happen here in the next five years. That's going to change the wrestling business again, and it's going to change it for the better. Product overall.
1: Yeah, I agree. This is a good topic we had. I'm glad we brought that up. Let's uh, get into some questions and finish this show off with a bang. Absolutely. That, that was a I'm,
0: getting, I'm getting the Twitter feed pulled up right now so that we can get to that. So,
1: I'll read them off for you and we can both answer them. So, we, I didn't post it early enough, obviously, so we don't have as many as we did last time. Um, only got two, really. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it uh, Chris Redger at Chris R-E-T-T-G-E-R um, said, What match at this WrestleMania is going to steal the show? We kind of talked about this last week, but guess what? Things have changed since then. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. personally, I got a feeling any match Daniel Bryan's involved in now is going to be the most popular match, and I have a feeling the whole WrestleMania we're going to see be seeing consistent yes chance.
0: <laughs> but but let's but let me let me go ahead and uh, throw this caveat in there too. Um, I'm just going to play... I'm going to go ahead and just throw it out there that this is what we're probably going to expect, so let's just go with it and run with it unless it's announced otherwise. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Do you think that match is show-stealing quality, or do you think that's a match that could be better than Nakamura versus Styles? If that's, if that's what we're talking about is who could steal the show, is that match, do you think, some, a match that could beat out Nakamura and Styles?
1: I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I. think I mean, he I don't know. know. What's, what's I, think, it, I think I think it can honestly because I'm not saying it's all Shinsuke's fault. But even though you can be as good as you want in the ring, but if you don't have a true persona that connects with the majority of fans, and or you're just not good on the mic yet, it's a big part of it. It's a giant part of people hating Reigns because he seems too cocky on the mic. It,
0: I mean, it could be, but uh I'm I'm just the guy I'm the guy that still is I'm backing it. I'm staying with it. I do agree with you that no matter what, we're gonna have an eruption for a Daniel Bryan match, especially if it's at WrestleMania. And honestly, I don't really see how he can't have a match at WrestleMania because it's also returning to New Orleans, mm-hmm. the site of his biggest triumph. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's true. I am not about it's that. Kind of a, you know,
1: it's crazy to me that full her- circle, man. It's just crazy to me that we're now in another year of Kurt Angle being back almost, a full year, and he does not have one solo match under his belt yet. I know. I mean, what is WWE doing? They, their ratings are not consistent for a reason. They have Kurt Angle, somebody people who have wanted to see go a solo route or see on his own wrestle, and I get it. Yeah, push new stars. Yeah, I love seeing new stars go too, but guess what? We are pushing new stars but the problem is, there's not selling enough merch. They're not getting enough people interested in wrestling. People that are still watching wrestling, like me, who grew up with Kurt Angle, want to see Kurt Angle wrestle. And it's not like he can't completely go anymore. It's not like he's a completely, completely washed up. He, you know, he can still talk on the mic. You know, he
0: can wrestle. Well, and it's one of those things where we, we coming from the generation that saw Kurt Angle, we understand that you can have a good balance between uh, new stars succeeding. And still push your nostalgic acts. You yeah. Know? Prime example: Samoa Joe's having uh, having a good run in WWE. So if you want to push Samoa Joe, throw Angle and Joe against each other. So you you appease the fan for the nostalgic reason of Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Plus you get Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, who have had they're, great matches in the past.
1: Yeah, they're going um, to. Yeah. That, and yeah, then, be true.
0: Yeah, and then you put Joe over. You know yeah. what I mean? So you push that new star. You still settle the nostalgic feel. And you get a good match out of it. Mm-hmm. covers all areas. Yeah. you know. Um, to answer Chris Rutgers' question, I'm still sticking with it. I'm saying it. I said it last week. I'm saying it this week. I will continue to say it. I still believe Nakamura and Styles is going to be the best match on the freaking show. So I'm sticking with it. Steal the show
1: quality. Man, I got a feeling it's going to be, but I just feel like if, if Dan O'Brien is given enough wrestling time – he, it will definitely be one of those i think if they do it in the middle of the show somewhere it won't be it won't make Shinsuke and AJ Styles match too bad but if they have it like the third to last match like Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke and Nakamura and then Lesnar and Brock oh sorry Brock Lesnar and Reigns uh wow that, that, it's going to make oh, yeah. it's going to make Reigns and Brock uh, wow i mean
0: yeah Reigns and Brock will <laughs> hard that's why i'm also saying for the benefit of Reigns and Brock they need to throw a stipulation in there now you got to make it like a noob or Noble's Bard. Get something on there to where it'll still get people excited to see it. Um, yeah. So now let's move on to the next question. I'm gonna I'm gonna it. take this one. Um, this comes from Oz Rocks at Oz underscore Rocks with two S's. Um, after looking through your Daniel Bryan clips, what is your opinions is your favorite Daniel Bryan moment? I like this one because we kind of briefly touched on Daniel Bryan moments, but we didn't really specify what our favorite moment is. So, Ramsey, I'll let you answer that one first.
1: No, you answer it. I was coming, no, up, I was coming up
0: with a <laughs> – Oh, you were coming up with one, so you want me to go ahead and take this one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, fine. I'll, I'll go ahead and give Thank it you. to you. Um, you know, me personally, uh, my favorite Daniel Bryan moment um, has to be when he was feuding with Bray Wyatt. And he had done the whole join the Wyatt family the week before. Yeah, and true, yeah. they, they, uh, they brought him in for a steel cage match as punishment to face um, the Uso, or It was the Usos versus Wyatt and Bryan. Um, and they lost the match, uh, Bryan and Wyatt. And Daniel Bryan seemingly was offering himself up to like a sacrifice to Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... The fans, who were solidly in Daniel's corner and hated the fact that he was with the Wyatts, all of a sudden he just does a quick turn, from, or he reverses Sister Abigail. The fans lose their ever-loving minds, and then when he actually hits Wyatt, they go even crazier. But the reason why it's my favorite Daniel Bryan moment is because it really showcased with one moment when Daniel Bryan had everybody in the palm of his hand, which is simply when he was getting ready to hit him with the knee, he goes to the corner and slowly, slowly does the yes motion three times. Mm -hmm. Does it slowly three times. That's what I put on Twitter. Everybody goes with him. I actually put that
1: on Twitter two days ago.
0: Everybody went with him. Mm -hmm. Everybody was going at exactly his pace and they sped up with him as he sped up, all chanting yes. And it, the rhythm just went perfectly. with to this day, I can still watch that video, and it gives me goosebumps. I did. I even watched it I about, watched
1: the other day and got freaking goosebumps.
0: Even right now, me just talking so, about it, I literally have goosebumps on my arm. It's, since you went me, with that
1: one, mm. I can't go with that one because we need to give some variation. So if, I would have went with that one. But I'm going to have to go the night he won the WWE World Heavyweight title. And the uh, the night sorry the night after WWE World Heavyweight Title and WWE Title he won them and then the next day he went to Raw and then the crowd was crazy.
0: It's it, I I think we can both safely say still even two two almost that was almost four years ago and to this day Daniel Bryan and especially after being cleared is about to be the most popular star in WWE.
1: I should really just I'm not going to but I'm entitled to this freaking uh, podcast as Daniel Bryan. It was episodes, yeah, but I'm not going to. Uh, but you're right though. I mean, the funny part is I put on, uh, I put on a Twitter too that uh at WWE Ramsey, I put on Twitter that uh move over Roman Reigns because WWE's face is back. Like this is a guy true. that everybody wants to see head the company. Yep. And I'm sorry true. Styles. I'm sorry Kevin Owens, who I personally like more than most of these guys. But Dean O'Brien, you can't deny that he has all the fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's
0: it, it is what it
1: is. It's just crazy. Um. um so we got we got
0: one third third question. Do and you I have, think and
1: Undertaker will up. come out of retirement since John Cena has called him out?
0: And this comes and that comes from at pint Size darling Black Widow. Um,
1: Thank you for that.
0: Yep. We've. I mean, we we touched on it briefly earlier in the show, but this is answering the question straightforward. Um, yeah, I I don't even think we can necessarily say Undertaker retired. Did we see all the motions and everything, which, again, we talked about this earlier in the show, that I felt like it essentially was retirement, but, of course, they never once said it was. It just was like only Roman Reigns said I retired it, but anybody on commentary was just like seemingly he's retired the Undertaker or as it appears he's retired the Undertaker. They never fully come out and said that he did at least in WWE standards. Yeah. Um, do I wish that they would leave that alone? As I mentioned earlier, yes. I, I honestly wish yes. they would have just left yes. well enough alone. Um, but I do think that, yes, Undertaker will come out of retirement. The only thing that I'm hoping for, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm still going to hope for it until I see you otherwise. you to hope and pray. That's is the it... problem. Ha. Huh?
1: You have to hope and pray. That's the problem, bro.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm just. I am seriously hoping American Badass Taker. To, me, that that, to me, that to
1: me sounds like it'd be more interesting.
0: That's the only way, in at least in my mind as a wrestling fan, that's the only way I think you could justify bringing the Undertaker back. Because, like, like we said, it looked like by all standards he retired, right? Well, you could easily come out with he retired the Dead Man, but the American Badass was never retired. I know? mean,
1: Vince. Like, really wants us to for, forget him though. Like, he they, he really wants us to forget that run.
0: Which I think is stupid because it's they, actually never still clips, my they never play clips, they never show friends.
1: recaps, they never show any true like WWE recaps of another. Say, like, some other, they're doing another star, or doing like Kurt Angle or doing somebody like that, and they're doing a recap of his career. You know, they'll try to keep Taker anywhere they can to a minimum where he was American Badass.
0: I know, and and I, I've i noticed that, too, which I think is disappointing because, quite frankly— I loved it. I, I did, too. People, and a a lot of people I'm, hated I'm it, though, too. It was like, I didn't hate it at all. I didn't either, and, I, and I'm with you. I see so many people that are like, oh, my God, I hated the American badass. And I'm like, why? I enjoyed it. It was a new— it was a new undertaker. It was a it was something where I mean, we could actually more, connect with him more on a human basis.
1: I mean I think and the I, show has proven, Travis, we just you just cannot and and just in general, you just cannot please everybody. I mean you just can't right? no matter I mean, what happens, whatever you say, you know
0: And they say, and I've said this on this show before too, people say that the NWO Wolfpack was a failure and I was the one that watched WCW Mm -hmm. and I don't understand how anybody could say that the Wolfpack was stupid or was a failure or the secondary knockoff. No, it wasn't the original NWO. But if you were to look back and go, if you got the network, do me a favor and just go watch some of the old Nitros with the Wolfpack. They were a overact. Period. Happy anybody birthday. Happy birthday,
1: Sting, this week.
0: Mom, I mean, I popped like a little kid because I was a little kid when he joined the NWO Wolfpack. So, you're, you're still a little kid. And don't tell me on that moment that nobody didn't love it because the fans went crazy when he showed the red and black NWO. So F you to anybody who says the NWO Wolfpack wasn't good. Screw you. Go do hey, your research uh, and tell me otherwise.
1: I'm going to piss you off a little more, okay? You ready, Travis? This is probably one of our most longest episodes ever. For some reason, he hates when I say that. That's the funny part. You mean the guy's not listening Because you got
0: it into emotion at one point where you used to say it almost every time we went over an hour. And I'm <laughs> no, like, Dude, this stop. is
1: – I'm looking at every show we've ever had, and this is by far five minutes past that. So we are – the most we've ever gone, Travis, me and you talking and like actually – because the only time we really go over me and you is when we get like excited and we start going, you know? And so, uh, oh, yeah. So six days ago, ironically, was the most – uh, at 120. So today is 122. Bam. Cool. I know. Not very excited, but I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. Well, anything you want to add, Travis, before we uh, wrap this up? Like a, uh,
0: yep. Yeah. Don't say it. I know. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep. We'll keep some semblance of order on this show yeah. here. So. Um, no. No. I. I think we pretty much hit a lot of good topics today. Well, guys, thanks for joining
1: us, and as always, Travis loves to hear himself talk. So, Travis, go.
0: And I know everybody else does too. That's why you're Ooh, listening. Good one. So, ladies and gentlemen, please go and follow us on Twitter at Rumbling Rumors. You can also follow us individually at WWE Ramsey for Ramsey. Yeah, don't be a you bitch. You can follow me. What? Oh, sorry. You can also follow me at Travis underscore Foulheart. Please do us a favor also, go like us over on Facebook. You can also go to RumblingRumors.com for all wrestling news, non-spoilers, and free HD wallpapers designed by Ramsey himself. So ladies and gentlemen, take care, and WrestleMania is now two weeks away.
1: I am super excited, and guys, we hope you have a good day, and I'm stalling until I can get the outro music going. Have a good one, guys.
0: And until next time, good bye mm, and good night, bang!